Sup, nerd. That's right. The Kaiju Hollywood bad boy saw Godzilla King of Monsters, and we got some opinions on it. We also had on Jacob Ligon and Steve Oak, uh, famous for being very funny good boys who are comedians and also like Godzilla. If you like this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps out a million. We'll also read whatever you review on the episode. And then we also have an email at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. So that's P-O-D-Z-O-O-K-Y podcast at gmail.com. Email us anything and we will read it. Even if you email us an erotic picture of Godzilla, we'll describe it intensely, sexually, lovingly, erotic. Anyways, enjoy the episode. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. Have a ball. But yeah, well, let's just cut to the chase. Um, I think I'll keep that cum joke we had earlier, but welcome to Podzuki, the best podcast that's ever been made and the only podcast. I'm your host. And uh, nobody else is here, Brandon Kirkman. Um, oh, who's this? <laughs> I'm, I'm your co-host, Barton Felschman. I'm your other co-host, Luke Evans Flip. And look, we have two wonderful guests. Two guests! Guys for a special two-episode. Mm. And they're twins! And twins! Identical. On our mom's side. Yeah. That's how it goes, man. Um, Introduce yourselves. <laughs> We're yeah. not doing it for you. It's in one of those podcasts, even though we one of them's yeah. eating chicken right now. Yeah. We'll get to that part after we introduce you, why this episode's extra special. Oh, yeah. My name's Stephen Oak. I'm Jacob Ligon. And we are eating a full rotisserie chicken while we review the new Godzilla film. Yes, we are. Hell yeah. yeah. Guys, cheers real quick to that. Let's get that going around. Cheers. Clank. Clank. <laughs> Clank. Um, Jacob, we haven't had yet. We've had Steven before. We've called Steven a few times when we don't call Aaron. Um, the reason I want to get both of you on is because we saw the Godzilla 2014, so I wanted to have like a reunion of sorts. So we saw Godzilla King of Monsters 2019. The year's 2019, by the way, you idiots. So this year it came out. Let's just, yeah. yeah. I, I know Luke disagrees with me, but this movie like got so much better in the five years because I did not like it when we saw it, the 2014 one. I don't I, remember what it was. I, I don't think Luke or I have seen the 2014 Godzilla. I, I, I wouldn't. I don't think yeah. it was great, but this one was like worth watching whatever. <laughs> I yeah, would have watched like the death of a child to watch this one. Well, I feel like I don't need the context of the first movie. Yeah, because I don't remember any of them. I just remember the 98 one. Yeah, I looked at the uh, trivia page. That I think Ken, Wat- Ken Watanabe was in the first one. Yeah, he was. Oh. Yeah. He did some really heavy lifting in this one. Yeah. Did, 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 <laughs> he, they needed somebody to constantly say Yeah, he's a great actor. Was he, was he affecting his accent a little bit? I know. I feel he speaks better like English than that. But he was going like full Japanese like, with it. Like fuck it, I'll yeah, do it. Just, just like a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Set off the nuke yeah. too. What? What? I'm and done with this fucking franchise. Like, but yeah. I do feel like he goes into his trailer and is like, "Oh my god, yeah. what another day!" <laughs> <laughs> just like flawless English. <laughs> and also, this one wasn't directed by the same one who did uh, the Godzilla 2014. This was directed by Michael Dotry, mm. who did Krampus, which is a pretty fun film oh. if you haven't seen that. Yeah, he also did Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Oh, oh, Smell My Feet. Treat. This movie is wicked neat. <laughs> I, I, I kept wanting to look up because I kind of got the, Is he conservative? Because I, I got that feeling from this no, movie. I don't think so. <laughs> I, 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 I could be wrong because I feel like the movie is also just like... 
it doesn't really know know what the message of the story is. Oh, it's so it's just a bunch of cross scene. Yeah, you, you fight global warming with global warming. <laughs> well, I said, Luke, you like Shin Godzilla because we like Evangelion. Why don't you care about this one with the cross for no reason? I mean, I like Shin Godzilla because it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, then in the Isla del Mar or whatever. Yeah. When the hurricane's coming through, you also just see like a church just get bulldozed yeah, like yeah. by that. Yeah, that fucking yeah. Well, before yeah. we even that, like the movie, the movie starts out with like a flashback to 2014. You got this family, uh-huh. and they're trying to find their son, but they're not going to find him because he's dead because of Godzilla. <laughs> I think no, you should we... start all films off with a classy child death. They, <laughs> they didn't show the child die. Right, it's classy. No, what if he had amnesia and he was somewhere else? I, I could have believed that could have happened in this movie. There were times when I thought that maybe they would do something like that, <laughs> but probably for the best they didn't. It's yes. just like how there's... In two movies, this family of four has lost two people. Oh, yeah. So oh, the next one's going to be rough. Exactly. We can't, we'll, we'll give it away who it is, but you'll figure out halfway through the storytelling. Oh, yeah. It's either one or the other. Yeah. Oh. The and there's another girl, like, aside from maybe Godzilla, who was the main character in this movie? Uh, was... Ghidorah. Yeah. I mean, you could say... Or Mad- phot- photographer dad. Yeah. Yeah. You could say Madison, too, was played by Millie Bobby Brown, or Kyle Chandler, who played um, Generic Dad. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to look up his name right now, too. Yeah, and poor Millie Bobby Brown. Like, this is apparently her first movie, and, like, she's not bad in it, but they don't really give her anything to do other than be, like, the the motivating force for her parents. Yeah. She was a kid, right? I don't yeah. understand yeah. why she didn't tell the Stranger Things kids that she knew Godzilla. That would have saved them so much time. Hell, yeah. Fighting the Democrats. And this movie obviously says that they're on their side, so... Oh, it's Mark. Mark was the... Yeah, Mark. Name, he was so. that... What, uh, what, what's his name? Mark Chandler? The oh, actor. Kyle Chandler. Kyle yeah. Chandler. He's a great yeah. actor. Well, uh, he was recently in Hulu's Catch-22 as Colonel Cathcart, so oh. I just kept thinking about that. <laughs> Save <laughs> your recommendations for then, there, buddy. Is that the, is that the Friday Night Lights guy? <laughs> is he in that movie show? Yeah, he is. Yeah. I yeah, it's him. that guy. He's like kind of like like Carl Urban, but not Carl Urban. Yeah, like, he also he looks a little bit like yeah. Justin Thoreau, I feel like, too. Yeah. Carl he, Suburbs. Yeah, pretty much. You need a uh, generic white guy. Yeah, they're they're all kind of like yeah, exactly. They yeah, look like they're made from the same mold. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't. I'm looking right now, and I'm seeing like they just have. Uh... Hearing it, I do see him in that show. Yeah, I do too. But uh-huh. maybe. Oh yeah, he wasn't Friday Night Lights. Okay. Yeah. Like Sorry. Kevin Costner. If you get not Kevin Costner, who's the other one? The guy who was in uh, t- uh, 2012. Yeah. Um... Oh, he was in the King Kong 2005. Oh. Was so that Kevin Costner? No, back. Kyle Chandler. No, I'm... Kevin Costner's been in Waterworld, and that's the only film he's ever been in, I believe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the because, yeah, that's... <laughs> no, that okay, that's he, was, he wasn't in the Two Coast movies. <laughs> no Two Way Out. Movies. Field of Dreams. No, Robin Hood. Two perfect movies. Um, before we kick off getting into the film completely and describing it and then getting in our reviews, uh, there's two things we should do. Mm-hmm. First one, major spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it and you're listening to this episode, you fucking dumbass. You piece of <laughs> shit. Pills, Dumbledore, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you dummy. No, that's that's fine. I'd say skip ahead like, I don't know, 30 minutes. That's usually how long it is. Well, you can always put in the time code after. Oh shit, that's right. Man, I'm so stupid. Hey there, it's Brandon again, one of the Kaiju Hollywood bad boys. If you want to listen to the rest of this podcast without the spoilers, jump to an hour in one minute and 30 seconds. 
right then and there is when we get to the review, and you can hear what we thought about the movie. Also, I just listened an hour of myself talking. I'm an idiot. Have fun. Look, I was just calling you dummies, and look, I was the dummy all along. <laughs> and it's the friendship we found along the way that brought us here. Yeah. Um, also, before we get into that, and this is the spoiler one more time, so stop listening. Godzilla's a lizard the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> stop it! You're sorry, ruining it for the... Sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll put it in the edit right here for when you can uh, tune back in. The second one I want to get out of the, right, of the way right away is that this is the one that Yoshimitsu Bano executive produced, as well as the first Godzilla film, and they had a, uh, a little credit and dedicated to him. Um, I wanted to mention this, because this is one of the most bizarre Godzilla trivia facts, is that he is the one that directed Godzilla vs. the Spog Monster, oh. and the studio saw it as such a bad Godzilla film, they banned him from doing any more Godzilla films. So he took all those riches, and he's like, you know what, fuck you guys, I'm getting out of here. And then one day he wanted to come back and produce Godzilla films. So when they came back for the 2014 ones, he's like, I'm on board. So he is both executive producer on this one and then the Godzilla 2014 until he passed away in 2017. <laughs> wow. So what I want to tell everybody is vengeance is the best thing we yes. have and never let go of it. <laughs> but they wouldn't let... But <laughs> one more they, toast to Yoshimitsu, guys. Never also give up a on oh, being a petty. Yeah. But they wouldn't let him on Shin Godzilla? No, they wouldn't. Okay, well... They wouldn't let him touch that shit with the ten... Well, that, that that was the good one, so... <laughs> we'll, save that, we'll save that for then. I'm not going to disagree yet, but... Uh, I, I will agree. Shin Godzilla is a good film. It's yeah. It's a great film. I honestly don't know why I'm shitting on this movie so much. For the most part, I think it was benign. I just... I am just really bothered by the, the script had no fucking direction. Dude, mm. I'm like... I think this was a... Like, I could shit on this movie for the next, like, two hours, mm. but, like, I'm still just like, oh my god, they fought and it was awesome, and yeah. I can't get over that fact. Yeah. The I think that's another, super cool. I think that's another, like, the fights were okay, a lot happened, but I don't like that there's never a guy in a suit. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. that, that's, that's a big amount of the charm. <laughs> I got bad news for you, buddy. It, it would be, like, super fucking funny if they, like, cut to blurry cell phone images and it is just two guys in a backyard. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think you could like. I think you could have a guy that's actually there in a suit and still make it look pretty convincing. Even before they made Shin Godzilla, uh, Hideo Kiano did like a proof of concept that was dudes in suits, but he used camera in such a way to where it looked like actual fucking monsters. I mean, yeah, there's, awesome. there's the possibility because there's a lot of studios returning to old traditions like Studio Leica, uh, where they do a lot of the still stop motion with CGI now. Mm. Um, so I'm not going to shit on that idea, but also it is really funny to imagine that it just cuts a backyard wrestling <laughs> with people in suits, but still be all the high budget effects for everything else. Yeah. No, I don't. For me, it got like it was. I'm watching I'm like, man, this is like CGI. In five years, I'm going to watch this and be like, I can't believe people thought this was cool. Yeah. But like for now, I'm just like, damn. Yeah, for bright for, lights. Yeah. For right now, it looks great. Five years, it's no, going to look like a PS2. <laughs> Well, yeah, to get to the plot, we kind of dipped into it <laughs> yeah. just a little bit, but they basically start off exactly where the 2014 film end, where it's a family after the wreckage of Godzilla, and they lost their son, but like I said, it's a nice, classy child death. Yeah, and... but it, it, it is exactly like a Roland Emmerich sort of setup, like, this family yeah. was torn asunder by something that happened in the past, yeah. Yeah. and now that something's coming back to a head and is going to bring them all together again. Yeah. Yeah. And they cut to 2019, where it's basically the daughter, Madison, and then... Uh, uh, the mom Emma, who are together, 
and it's like you think they're getting ready for a school day, and then you find out they're in the middle of, I want to say, it was, it was, it was China. China. Yeah. yeah, the rainforest in China. Um, because they've located what they're referring to as Titans now, which is like, I guess, I, this, is, I, this is my one weird gripe with the film. I don't know if I like calling them Titans. I, I do not enjoy it. I feel like maybe they still couldn't call them Kaijus, because Toho doesn't fully trust them yet. Well, yeah. I, I, I think it's also because they call them Kaijus in Pacific Rim, right? Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Because oh, I don't, I don't think Toho yeah. owns the term Kaiju. Yeah. I think that, in, in my opinion, there should only be one Titan. His name's God. Think about that. <laughs> now let's pray, guys. Let's bow our heads real quick. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, mother, oh Emma, yeah. works for a clandestine group set to uh, basically study and catalog yeah. all yeah. the Kaiju. Called Monarch. Yeah, yeah Monarch. You know, the Mighty Monarch! Yeah, we were going to get there. One of us had to do it eventually. Um, I do I, love that direction they're taking because it, it really awakens the conspiracy theorist in me that oh, that was one of the things I really liked about the movie I like that idea it was a, it's a very American idea but this idea of that Monarch was, was in the first film I believe too yeah, I'm gonna check it's, it in the, it's in the King Kong movie too yeah. mm-hmm. wait what was it an American idea I, I just think <laughs> having this clandestine group that oh. does examine the uh, <laughs> the giant monsters which like I feel like so many of the Japanese movies you watch they never had a group like one group that was set to watch after them. Like well, it was the military or something. Well, you know, they have, 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 they an interesting thing too to uh, to list off too is that they referred to one of their ground the units as a G force. Mm. Yes, they did. There were there were so many Godzilla Easter eggs oh, in yeah. this movie. Just little things popping. I thought out. it was fucking April, man. I'll be <laughs> honest with you guys, it was Easter in that thing. Um, it was yeah. We could start going through those and bring them up as they come yeah. up. But Monarch is obviously the group that's there to have all the money and cool gadgets, so that eventually, <laughs> yeah, sure. either by Godzilla versus Kong or the one after that, they will have made a Mecha Godzilla, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping they were going to tease it by the end of the film. They don't. But they they, they tease something I'm still excited for. Yeah. They, Full so, penetration. Hell yeah. <laughs> so they're in the they're in the Chinese rainforest because they found Mothra's egg, mm. and where we are at the beginning of the movie is. Mothra is being born, and they have it in like a containment unit. And the Emma, the mother, also has this thing, she, the MacGuffin of the movie, more or less, that she's been working on that allows them basically to control the yeah. Titans. Well, I guess kind of. It, so it, it manipulates or it, it mimics like their their speaking patterns. I guess. Yeah. What wars. do they call their bio signature? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of like, it's, it's a way, it's like a, it is definitely like a catch-all device, the orca, but it's like, not so much that it controls them, but it's a way to get their, their, uh, get their attention or attract them in certain yeah. spots as well. It, it like, like a Nintendo DS in a yeah. suitcase. It, it was did. pretty cool looking. Yeah. I, oh god, honestly, when she first brought it out, I thought she had, like, genetically engineered two tiny women. <laughs> I was. I oh, was that's so, so excited. excited. I was so excited. For we're gonna, we're gonna get into that later, but there are so many... Great references to the original Godzilla films in smart ways that I liked, even though this film is kind of stupid. Oh yeah, no, but but yeah. that's that's the thing. I feel like if it were trying to be smart, it would be a lot more cynical. But it has all of these cynical things in it, yeah. but it's embracing them fully. I will say this: I like. I'm not going to get too into it because I like to reviews. I liked it a lot, but there is definitely this weird shift of some part that's really serious and some part that's really goofy. I liked it a lot when it was a lot more goofy. Yeah, um, I did too. I feel yeah. like it wasn't goofy enough. Yeah, it wasn't that goofy. Anytime they were like discussing like the lore of Godzilla and the other Titans. I was yeah. this is a yawn fest. I don't give a shit. Like I don't I want the humans to 
only know what they've seen right. about the But that's where we could cut into one of the great parts, too, is after they find Mothra and they show the Orca device so they communicate with Mothra, they're, like, on good terms. That's when Alan uh, Jonah shows up, who's the bioterrorist, who's, like, the bad guy, oh, yeah. played by Charles Dance, who they should have used way more, because he's oh, yeah. a fucking great actor. Oh. He only had, I felt like he only had, like, eight, nine lines in this film, and each time he had a line, I was like, this guy rules. I'm oh, like, yeah. give him more time. He, he, who, who was that? He was that. He was the bioterrorist. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tywin Lannister. Yeah, so Charles Dance. That was yeah. Freddy Krueger at yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I just went with him, like, yeah, I'm on board with this idea. <laughs> I, I just thought you meant that he's like a Freddy Cougar looking motherfucker. <laughs> I was wondering how much money Canada Goose paid to get like sponsorship in the movie and then they get put as like the uniforms yeah. for the bad guys. Here's the, here's the three big ones they got. So they got that one. They also got Dell because that was on the back of every fucking computer. I'm like, are you serious? They're not using Dell laptops. For the I didn't notice that actually. I didn't look at the laptops, but you're right. Yeah. Like when the Ghostbusters are using a Sony camcorder instead yeah. of their smartphones. That's, that shit's so stupid. And then the third one, which I think was the best product placement, was the Dunkin' Donuts in Boston. <laughs> which is actually feels very truthful and good, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's better than the product placement they did in the Man of Steel. Oh, yeah. But they're, they, also had, Magnum they also had CVS. Because when she was in at Fenway Park, you saw a big oh, CBS sign. CBS, yeah. they had a Sitco sign that didn't get fucking destroyed by King Ghidorah. <laughs> it's the only thing that remained in Boston. That's because they're molecules of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and yet still no one would go there. <laughs> yeah, Boston, you fucking suck. Anyways, oh, um, God. going back Fuck to this, you, Boston. Fuck <laughs> that place. It's so shitty and stupid. It's a dumb yeah. city. I hate it. Actually, so Boston, so yeah, the terrorists... Oh, college. The terrorists <laughs> led by Tywin Lannister break yeah. into the facility. They take the the mom and the daughter. Oh, they kill everyone what? there. There was a really cool shot too where he shoots the one guy up against the glass and you don't see the death but the glass break afterwards. There's some really good like cinematography in this film. Now, that, that's the nitpicker in me being like, that's surely gotta be like some kind of reinforced glass yeah. and you can just shoot it through with a bullet. It's but probably also, meant to withstand Mothra thrashing up against but it. But also, it looked really cool. Yeah. Eh, I guess so, but... Those are, well, well, that's the thing. The you know, hubris Moth of man made them use regular yeah. glass. Mothra, yeah, well, there we go. That's the thing. Mothra wouldn't hit like a bullet. Mothra would be like a You'd bigger, sing like a bee. Like, it's a... Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, do moths have stingers? Uh, uh, I mean, this one does. Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> it's not a moth, it's just a name. Yeah. Um, but we should cut to the part that I feel like where it started to get back on track and the war's more goofy is after they have this all set up, they steal this, uh, the daughter and the mother. Um, yeah, then they do the whole the the, the shooter thing, yeah. where they find uh, Kyle Chandler oh, yeah. taking yeah. pictures of wolves eating an antelope. But this is Real when they introduce <laughs> this is when they introduce Monarch talking to the government, and they had a really funny scene where they have to leave. And then uh, Thomas uh, Middleton or Hiddle, Thomas Middleton's character is like, "Here, I got something for you guys to watch. Here's the Titans having their re uh, uh, reproducing. I think we blurred out the genitals. Uh, yeah. If we didn't, I'm so sorry." And I love that. That was like a, almost a verbatim line in the film. I that that's that's why I think this movie is a lot more like it's 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 so fucking jokey. That was put in there because that's just fucking that's something you hear on goddamn riff tracks. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, once again, both Thomas Middleditch and Charles Dance, two great actors they should have utilized a little bit more, because whenever yeah. they did have lines, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but they didn't have as much time. They had it with, well, I mean, I get it with Ken Watanabe's character. He was doing, like you were saying, all the heavy lifting. Um, <coughs> and then, like, Kyle Chandler, he's like, he's just, he's everybody's dad, basically, just there to be like, I'll be heroic, because I'm an American. Well, this, yeah. is, this is part of why yeah. I argue this is the perfect modern Godzilla film. 
all of the human characters are terrible, just like every other Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's it's they they couldn't have written it better. Like yeah. they're just awful. It's yeah. interesting. So they basically pick up uh, Mark, and then they, it's basically him, uh, Thomas Middleditch's character, which I forgot the name of, so we'll just call him Thomas Middleditch. That sounds good. Uh, the mm-hmm. other scientist, uh, Vivian, and then uh, Dr. Shazero, I want to say was his name. Let me see real quick if I can find it. Oh, you mm-hmm. Zero! Yeah, Shazero. Oh, discount Jeff Goldblum? Discount just because he almost did say one of the Jeff Goldblum lines for yeah. sure. Um, but basically, they all get together, they pick him up so that he, they tell him, hey, your daughter was kidnapped, so he's like, of course I'm going to save my daughter mm-hmm. and my wife, my ex-wife. Um, <laughs> yeah, why would I? Sorry, he forgot too. Um, like we all do. So they start figuring out where they are, and finally they have a like a distress signal or something that, it's not a distress signal, they figure out that it's at the Antarctic, that... Um, They're, well, they go to that uh, underground, that... Oil barn. Oh, right, to introduce, like, first. their main place, the, yeah. the Bravo location, which is, like, their yes. main headquarters. Yeah, which was kind of, it was kind of cool, like, there it was just a listening station, a C-Lab, essentially, <laughs> to find... A C-Lab, maybe, I don't yeah. know, the year 2020, <laughs> <Yes. 2021. laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God, it almost is that. It could be that. Oh, Shit, dude. And, they, and, yeah, they basically, they've been keeping track of Godzilla, even though the... No one else in the world knows that. Mm. And I was kind of confused by Monarch, because they seem to work almost with impunity, like they're they're having like those Senate meetings, mm. but then by the end of the movie, they're in charge of everything. And yeah, not, like, it seems like the military at some point would have been, okay, this is us now, and even we the don't military, give a shit, yeah. we're taking over. Mm. And even the military was like, okay, you guys got this, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, there's not like that... After they leave that uh, meeting with uh, that senator played by, I don't think it was CCH Pounder, but like a mm. strong black woman, one yes. of those ladies. She, Ooh, can I, I get sh- a piece of that rotisserie chicken? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. We're do- we're not joking, by the way. We're eating like a whole rotisserie chicken. And yeah, and you think that. she's going to come back as like a villain, like, oh, yeah. we can't do our big plan that would save Godzilla because the government <laughs> won't let us. <laughs> and I think that's where I, I was Damn getting like government. libertarian <laughs> vibes from the movie, but I think that was just there. Mm. Because, like, I, I definitely feel like they had, like, a couple of different scripts that they kind of pushed together yeah, to make yeah. one oh, for thing. Sure. For sure. Get political. Yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah, a real hodgepodge yeah. of a movie. The three things I got from this film is that it was pro-life, <laughs> pro-Jesus, and the definitely divinity. Pro-Jesus. Definitely pro-Jesus. Oh, yeah. And most importantly, pro-capitalism. So I have to say, this film was great, and it finally made me conservative. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime the monsters were on screen, they really tried to sell that, this is so epic! Mm -hmm. This is the most fantastical thing anybody has ever seen! Mm -hmm. But I gotta kind of agree with them. They did a good job. I was just like, I'm gonna let myself go and just say... Yeah, okay. Sometimes it was like, when, when they did it with Mothra at the oil rig, like that was like... Really silly, and I like that where it's just glowing like mm-hmm. God yeah. the entire time. <laughs> oh, and then the yeah. pixie dust too. But like, oh yeah, there was a few moments where I'm just like, stay on target. You got to enjoy this. Yeah, you got to yeah. enjoy this. And okay, that's where we back. should get back we're onto back. the plot. Is that when they finally get to the Antarctic? That's where uh, they reveal it's where King Ghidorah is being held in ice, and the bioterrorist Alan has broken him loose. And when yeah. it comes out, it is fucking awesome. Yeah. And another Easter egg, because yeah. like, they call it Monster Zero for yeah. the longest time, and that's yeah. what Monster, Monster Zero was the first right. King Ghidorah. And not only, they, they even honor its entire origin story <laughs> of actually being from outer space. They don't go too, too far into it, but they basically say that's an extraterrestrial <laughs> entity that came down in ancient times that yeah. was disrupting the order and eventually was frozen. Um, but the cool thing about this scene, too, I also kind of liked one of the few good writings. I wasn't expecting it, is they revealed that the mom was kind of a turncoat. 
she basically was in league with the bioterrorists, and she's like, we gotta wipe out all these humans. Which I, I, I'd called that I didn't. from, like, the well, beginning I'm of the movie, though, but so. it was also, that was a little infuriating, because it seems, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It, yeah, it seems like I she didn't really... that they made the white lady bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but they, kind of, they kind of backtracked it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sticking with Jacob She tried to be the hero at the end, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve everything. I, I do, I appreciate her being the bad guy. But it just shows she didn't think anything through. Yeah. Well, even yeah, so, no. she was. She got COVID so fast. So, well, yeah. three, four things about this film. So it's pro capitalism, pro Jesus, pro life, but also very feminist. Like right, sometimes white women, when they don't identify their problems and power structures, can be part of the issue. Yeah, she was, she, she was in league with that dude the whole time, so she knew he was going to break in there and gun down all of her co-workers yeah. and her daughter was in that room like yeah. she wasn't supposed to come into the right. Mothra cage with her it, just, it doesn't make any sense yeah, I guess that guy the leader was like the most realistic character of that whole movie because he's like yeah. dude what did you think would happen <laughs> I mean once again Charles Dance is such a good actor he got, he got those lines he's, out so well it's like come on you knew you were going to do this he's, idiot he sells your idea yeah he's, he's like now you're saying no he sells it but the movie really kind of forgets he's there a lot. Oh, like, yeah. he's supposed to be the villain. Well, I mean, we'll talk about the, the Easter egg at the end of the <laughs> film, too, but, like, they really, I feel like, are setting up more for the next film, too. Yeah. Like, man, it was, there's he so was many all, things He, I like he was this. also the bad guy in The Last Action Hero. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The yeah, guy he's with so glass good. eye. <laughs> Fucking Tyrion, or not Tyrion, uh, Tywin, yeah, Tywin Lannister, and it's then Tywin. also, uh, Benedict in Last Action Hero, like, so many great villain roles. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyways, back on track, they they release King Ghidorah, we find out that the wife's with the bioterrorist and they, she takes Madison well, with them. We, we, should, we should spend a couple minutes on this intro part, because Godzilla shows up during this yeah, whole part, too, right, right? they basically kind of, like, they find out Godzilla's following this path, and they can't figure <laughs> out why. Well, did anybody else notice that Ghidorah had a dumb head? Yeah, like, which a is dumb great. guy head? Yeah, yeah. another head would knock it around. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, even like, though, like, even later when uh, the one dude, what the... Like, the uh, dude who was drinking vodka out of a mug that said not vodka on it. The, oh, yeah. The Brent Spiner from a, from oh, uh, yeah. Independence Day character. Mm. But he even called him, like, Larry, Moe, and Curly. And that's what I was like. They, their heads kind of were the Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah the dumb to... one, <laughs> the kind of smart one, yeah. but still I, subservient I to Moe. Yeah. The middle one was Moe. Yeah, I'm trying to look up his name, too, because he was actually pretty fun in the film, too. I like that guy, actually. Yeah, I mean, so you what, need what that, like, conspiracy theory sort of. I, I recognize that actor. He was in somewhere. The West Wing. Uh... Yeah. Billy Madison. He was this one. He was in Rodan's wings. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I fucking suck, dudes. He's um, in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He plays Jake's dad. Oh, okay. oh yeah, That's where I remember him from. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm looking up on IMDb too, just so I can get that together. Also, I think this is going to be a fun thing. We're going to do this in a later segment for the game section, but we can actually read Easter eggs for a film for once, which I always Ooh, enjoy. Yeah, that is fun. And then uh, looking him up right now, it looks like he is. Bradley, I hate that it cuts it he's off. He's got a real uh, Tom, Tom Arnold vibe going yeah. on. Bradley yeah. Whitford, yeah, he's been in a few things here before. Um, <laughs> he does look a little bit like Tom Arnold, and I like that too. Makes mm. me feel comfortable. I think he's way better than Tom Arnold. Oh yeah, Tom easy. Arnold kind of like can't act. I'm talking about <laughs> True Lies, Tom Arnold. Yeah, which I was thinking about that movie during this movie a couple of times. True Lies. I think it was when they had they brought in the nukes. And I was thinking about that scene when, like, the nuke actually goes oh, off yeah. in, in True Lies. 
Yeah, and they kiss right, like, right in front of it, and Tom Marlowe's saying, "Don't look at the Flash. Turn away. Don't look at it." <laughs> yeah, he played. Uh, so Bradley Whitford played Doctor Stanton in this. It was a pretty great role. And then uh, Thomas Middleditch's character was Sam Coleman. So yeah, I'm glad like he didn't turn out to be like a bad guy. I yeah. feel like in a lot of other movies he would have been like yeah. uh, like Paul Reiser in mm-hmm. Aliens. Yeah. yeah. Another supporting cast that were part of my arc was uh, uh, Colonel Foster. She was the one uh, black woman who was in control and cool and collected. Uh, I liked her a lot. And then also I'm trying to find the one other who played uh, Doctor Chin. I mean, you could do a whole. Monster of the Week TV series. Yeah, they were all great actors. uh, With uh, Monarch. Although, there's three other kaijus had, like the ones that weren't Rodan, Mothra, and Godzilla, or Ghidorah. Those were new, right? Like, those weren't from... The spider one one was the original one. That mammoth one was definitely new. And they had Muto, too, which was from the original one. Yeah, because like they they, they definitely looked different, and I didn't like them, Mm -hmm. the way they looked all that much. Especially the... Well, yeah. Well, that's the yeah. thing. They definitely spent the time like on the real like money shots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got the cool looking kaiju's. Yeah. I still like the design of Muto from uh, the Godzilla 2014. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> basically they're all pal- they're all palling around at this point. They're solving all of the kaiju mysteries. Um, at this point, they find out that they're using a signal to reawaken some more of them. So the mom finally decides to go full bad guy and activate Rodan in uh, Mexico. And it basically wipes out a whole city. And she's like, oh, I feel bad about this. And then, then Billy, uh, you know, uh, I should say Madison uh, was like, yeah, I, no shit, Mom. I, I, yeah. feel, I feel like we're getting ahead because has Godzilla died yet? Was it after? That's after. That's after. Yeah. So it wasn't during that battle where no. they fired. That's right, because Godzilla takes the head off. Yeah. And then I guess Gita, King Ghidorah can just grow back heads now. That was pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. That's actually right after the scene. So after Rodan wakes up, Godzilla shows up. And this is another weird thing they hinted at, is that they said that Rodan was basically approaching Monster Zero to either fight or fuck it, which was great. I well, love fight, or fuck yeah. Yeah. I also, love that little spice drop. That, so that's, that is another reason why I feel like this is just, it's a very deliberate joke, because they use, it's a PG-13 film. Every PG-13 film can have one fuck in there. Hmm. And they use it earlier when King Ghidorah's like coming out for the first time, that guy's just like, holy fuck! Yeah, which really? Is, I didn't yeah. know this was a rule! That's and awesome! Then, Later in the film, when he's like, "Hey, that thing's going for for one of three things. It's mm-hmm. either there to 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 feed, fight, or get intimate." Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's a meta joke. Exactly. That's a, uh, it's a meta joke in the film, and I love it. But that's basically, uh, when Rodan appears, uh, that's when King Ghidorah comes as well, and Godzilla comes to fight both of them. Oh, they're it, all coming. Yeah, he gets his ass whooped mm-hmm. after Rodan flies out of there, and that's when the military comes back saying, "Like, hey." We made this thing called the Oxygen Destroyer, which is a great callback to the original Godzilla. Oh, that was yeah. so funny. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you'd already been laughing during the entire movie already, but I think oh, yeah. that's when I noticed you laughing. Yeah. You were laughing constantly oh, yeah. throughout this entire thing. It, like, it, it gets so fucking ridiculous in the yeah. best ways. Oh, yeah. I love that like, you're sticking to the movies to that point, where it's like, oh, yeah. you call it an Oxygen yeah. Destroyer because it was it's in got, it's got the original from the 60s. It's yeah. got the original fucking blue <laughs> for It looks exactly yeah. the same as it did in the fucking like Yeah, it, it, it just kills anything alive <laughs> within two miles right. of the epicenter. Yeah. 
But not and, King Ghidorah. Yeah, but not even Godzilla. And that's kind of why... Kind of. They, that, basically, it does a huge amount of damage to Godzilla where he basically becomes Captain Man. It, 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 it kills him in the same way that Superman died during his fight with Doomsday. He's not really dead. He's just real close to it. Yeah. Exactly, and he's got a mullet. Oh, yeah. yeah, he and, comes back with the mullet. I think. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah. he had the mullet yet. Uh, also, at this time, this is when uh, Mothra comes out of the cocoon and they're like, oh man, check this out. It's Godzilla's love for Mothra. Yeah, they were, they were pretty... <laughs> Whoa, this is a weird queen of the monsters. Yeah. yeah, this is a weird take to go with, but I love it. They were pretty smart to have uh, Larval uh, Mothra for very short because Larval Mothra was always really gross. Yeah. Like this one, since it wasn't like a, a puppet, didn't look as gross as they yeah. did in the original Japanese movies. Even yeah. though the original thing. Japanese movies, I feel like you had a lot of Larval Mothra. Oh, yeah. it just kept coming all over. Everything. Yeah, sticking <laughs> people to walls. I mean, it's easier to make like just a lump than it is to make a full like thing. <laughs> we should also take a second to appreciate how horny this movie is. Oh yeah, because mm. fucking like we got Rodan <coughs> is now Ghidorah's lover, mm. Mothra is Godzilla's lover, and then apparently like one of them's supposed to be the king of the monsters, and they all become submissive towards it. So it's like, there's just so many weird well, yeah. sexual things. As uh, Mothra's coming out of her cocoon, you see... And I'm coming in my pants. You see <laughs> Dr. Trin there, but then you're kind of like, wait, shouldn't she be on the Argo? Yeah. That's when you find out that she's part of a set of twins. They're twins! Oh, twins. This from, is, okay, wait, this is from the a best. long line of twins. I need, to, I need to interrupt this real quick. This is when the best thing in the movie happened that doesn't actually have anything to do with the movie itself. There was a loud family in front of us that was very funny, and then basically when they revealed that there's Dr. Ling, who was her twin, and Dr. Chin's twin, uh, the woman said loudly, They twins?! <laughs> and that's like an Easter egg that like, you have to know the old Mothra movies yeah. to understand what the joke is. Um, this is another cool thing, too, is they have a lot of the original scores redone, so they actually have Mothra's theme playing in an orchestrated version. Those were my favorite parts, I think. Like For one thing, you got the monster fights, but when they played bits of the original score, mm -hmm. like yeah. I always enjoyed that. Like When it was whatever... New music, I didn't really care, but oh, yeah. I always noticed when the original score oh, yeah. came in. That, that original score yeah. gave me some fucking goosebumps. It was so yeah. fucking good. It was placed really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like that. It's like, how much can you change Godzilla and st still have it be like a Godzilla movie? Yeah. Also, real quick for the podcast, and since this is the big get for the episode, we are about, I'd say, three quarters through the rotisserie chicken. Yes. Okay. And you know what? Not making too many gross mouth sounds, I feel like. I don't... I I'll see when I edit it. <laughs> I feel like that's way more than three quarters of all. I think uh, there's just like a leg and a brush. Uh, four fifths? Half a brush. I, yeah. Yeah. I was concerned I was going to have to hold a mic and I was going to get it all greasy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we were hoping. Probably a bad idea. Also, uh, can I grab another one of these? Yeah, of course. You guys keep vamping while I do that. Make it very natural like this never happened. Oh, sure thing. You just lost two of us, by the oh, way. So guys, you guys, do the heavy lifting. Well, where, where we are in the movie right now, what just happened? Uh, so, oh, so we are, we are just at the point where uh, Godzilla and King Ghidorah are like finally fighting, but on the island, not... Uh, yeah, not and when, the they have to, when they have to cha cha get... King Ghidorah to chase them away from the city. Oh, they have to get Rodan to chase they're, them away from the city. It's when they're in Isla. Yes, they have to get to uh, they have to get to King Ghidorah, who is a tropical storm. Yeah, I like that aspect. That like <laughs> he like they thought they lost him in a storm, but no, he created the storm. That's just how he fought. I, I, think, I think that's a really fucking rad idea too. They made they I, I should say this too that I really like this. They made King Ghidorah real frightening in this film. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Like, I like that he was, like, in natural disaster when he's in a scene. So, like, even if he was close, it was like, you're fucked. So yeah, Ghidorah is my favorite Godzilla villain. And I like that they kept his, his breath, like, lightning breath. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I, I kind of wish that, like, the heads moved the way they did oh, with the yeah. original puppets. But I, that was they had one scene where they did that. Yeah. Yeah. I... I thought it was it was very funny. Uh, anytime Rodan or King Ghidorah is like fighting the military, they are very specifically like hitting the cockpits of planes. You though they have no way of understanding what a plane is. They are just specifically making sure all of those people are dead. Yeah, it is. I another thing. Uh, I, another I, I, point. I'll give the movie the when the you guy see, ejects, right? Yeah, yeah you see him started <laughs> clapping during that part. There's a scene where there, he goes behind a plane and the guy decides to eject so that Rodan is in him and Ryan literally just goes up and eats him whole and I just like, yes! Uh, you see people die. Go. That's why yes. another so many, point I can give this movie. So many people died so needlessly. So many! Yeah. And that's why this film is the best film of the year. <laughs> Don't run away. Shoot him with your bullets. Like. Yeah. That, that, that was another thing that I, I did enjoy about this film. Anytime the monster has like a big introduction, like when King Ghidorah comes out of the uh -huh. Arctic, or later when Godzilla's there, people don't just run away. They look at it and wait for it to scream before they run away. And it's the same in every scene. It's so dumb. It's yeah. so good. So they get uh, they get Rodan to follow them yep. and the Argo, which is this really cool giant stealth bomber yeah. that they use. Like that, I kept thinking that is the most toyetic oh, yeah. thing oh, yeah. ever. Is that thing like it's got to be walking around in there? Like yeah. yeah, and they've got those huge ass helicopters, yeah. like those helicopter planes. They've got like ten of those in it's there. It's like a flying battle cruiser. It's exactly. so cool. I did it's, like that a lot. So, cool. so big. And that's why I was getting excited. They were going to at least tease like a Mecha Godzilla with all the technology they had. Which, fine, they didn't, but, like, you better fucking give me a Mechagodzilla <laughs> next movie, or I'm gonna be so upset. We'll probably get a, I'm Mecha, gonna ask we'll probably get a Mecha Ghidorah. That would be cool, mm. too. That would I'd be fine with that. And if they don't have that, I'm gonna ask to speak to that movie's manager. Because <laughs> I'm gonna have a word or two for them. I need to see some King Kong, yeah. or I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. <clears throat> so, as just as they're about to get caught by Rodan, they get to the storm, so that yeah. Ghidorah will start fighting. Right, Rodan. and that's basically where we kind of jumped ahead about the whole oxygen destroyer. Yeah, that's when they call them like, "Hey, we're we've been developing a weapon, the oxygen destroyer. It's yeah. going to kill anything alive within two miles. So get yeah. the hell out of there." And this was kind of where the movie got a little, I think, draggy for me. As much as I liked it, after this happens, Godzilla basically goes into like a almost kind of death comatose state. Yeah, Godzilla yeah. shows up. Yeah. If we didn't mention that he was yeah. there. He showed up while Rodan and. Gator were fighting, which but, like I thought that Gator had killed Rodan because <laughs> yeah. it looked like there for a second he was about to rip Rodan's arms off. Mm, but yeah. then I guess I guess that's when Godzilla attacks. Oh no, he was, just, he was just fucking with him. I mean, Rodan's <laughs> the ultimate concubine. Yeah, <laughs> that, well, Rodan. Say, uncle. Say, uncle. They do go over the thing that the Rodan is very like a like a toady. The oh, only yeah. like whoever's in charge at that moment. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah. he's there, he's just there to fuck. Yeah, uh, but basically, when they get this happen, is that they need to figure out how to get Godzilla back, and uh, they find out that there's this weird underground like waterway, and it feels like this whole scene is where they take her, they're taking way too much time with the characters. I'm like, just get me some big fighting monsters again. Yeah. But basically, they go on a little adventure to find out that Godzilla's in this basically like <coughs> secret underground Atlantis. Like, they get sucked in there by like because they go to drop off nukes because they're gonna go nuke Godzilla into like health again. Oh yeah. And then they get pulled down in this vortex and then they just end up there. They end up. He said like, "Well, we're six hundred miles away." 
Yeah, that's impossible. It's like, oh, we did the the, the Earth is hollow. We Again, the Jersey yeah. boy inside of me got real happy. <laughs> yeah, like he what that that was what it was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, he yeah. like Atlantis, that. basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing too. They had their base in Bermuda, and it was supposed to be by there. So I think it was almost like a combination of an Atlantis and a Bermuda Triangle oh, proposition. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, but they went they went really hog wild with this, and I do oh, appreciate yeah. that a lot. Oh, this was also seen that like I thought really dragged on it did because drag it was like on, it yeah. does. I don't care about this background lore that like they these titans. Which you're right. I hate saying titans. Yeah, it's kind of right. stupid. But yeah, they were the first gods, as it were, and there was this whole yeah. civilization built around them, and I was just like, I don't care. And then, I don't care about that I at all. I wonder how they built all those stones to survive, like, not being, like, eroded by water for... Mm-hmm. And a radiation. Over, over a yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, Maybe the radiation. watch the King Kong movie then. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly that. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, they have this whole scene with Dr. Sirizawa where he's talking a lot about the natural order of things, and you're like, oh, this guy's getting ready to die hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally they announce, they announce, like, hey... Bad news, guys. We found Godzilla. He needs a bunch of nuclear energy to be awoken so he can fight again. But our nuclear heads can't fight, launch off. And then you're like, you, we all look to die. Like, okay, we know what you're going to do. Get in the fucking tank with your little suit. Go detonate the, the thing off to get Godzilla going. And then touch him in almost an erotic fashion right before you die. I, I yeah, just, there, there's, that, there's that one black soldier who's probably like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I, was, I was really hoping that scene was going to get kind of like body horror-y. No, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad it didn't. That well, I, I am too, but at the same time, like... That's supposed to be, like, insane temperatures. It yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to suspend my disbelief that much, because even aside from the heat and radiation, and he had to, it took him so long to set up that bomb, mm-hmm. like, it's just the pressure yeah. would have just six hundred crushed his body. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. oxygen would have been down there at that point? Yeah, and, like, no, they did use the oxygen destroyer, you're right. Yeah, and then true. they said there's like methane and stuff in there, so he didn't take his hump. Like, oh god, it, it smells like shit. Yeah, nothing but farts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Puts it back on and then touches him. That brings me up to something I need to address here real quick, which is I found a picture online, and this has everything to do with this, that says, I don't know where they got this information, but if Godzilla was real, he would produce... 151 million gallons of urine per day. <laughs> so he was Who, decided, Who <laughs> decided this? The scientists. Well, yeah, they, they also... I was curious, like... Does Godzilla eat, or does he just eat, like, radiation? He's like a, he's like a toy. He just needs batteries. Yeah. yeah, so, like, he's not, like, eating large amounts of fish? No. Under, under he's, he's like the vegetarian's argument yeah. for, like, why you can get... It's like, they look at gorillas, and like, oh, look, gorillas only eat plants, and they're big. And he only eats radiation. Oh, this is also from nuclear film. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Clean energy. energy. One thing I wish they had done during this part is show how fucked up the entire Earth was. Because you got all these kaijus because Ghidorah's in charge now. They're all basically, okay, the guy in charge wants us to smash and destroy (laughs) things. So we're going to do that. I wish there was like a starfish like kaiju that's just like oh shit yeah. like yeah. it's just that's like creep along on the on the ground yeah. and it's just like yeah. cities get destroyed over the course of five years yeah. and yeah. so yeah. Yeah. moves I, across that'd be really fun I just get the sense that there's gotta be so much like political destabilization going on <laughs> oh, people yeah. evacuating cities oh my god it's yeah. not fun at this point yeah well, because, 
Luke, you didn't like the exposition in this film. It could have been way worse. <laughs> because the three American cities that are confirmed destroyed in this are Boston at the end of the film, mm-hmm. not a big spoiler, mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. throughout the course of it, and then San Francisco before. And I was like, thank God they took down Washington, D.C. because of that fucking President Trump. Am I right, guys? Oh, hey Swamp drain. Yeah. <laughs> there's, your, there's your swamp, bitch. Oh, there's your smog monster. It's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, think about that next time. <laughs> yeah. And um, while all this is going on, they, the mother, Emma, wants to use the orca to... I. Counteract Ghidorah somehow. Yeah, to try to and calm them all down. Yeah, because the way it works, uh, King Ghidorah has like the dominant voice because he's he's like the king of the monsters. He's the usurper, the fake king. Um, so she, like that thing mimicked Godzilla's voice to tell everyone like, hey, stop fucking around. Yeah. yeah. And but then and King Ghidorah was like, oh, I gotta kick some ass. And yeah, well, yeah, the, the Taiwan won't allow Emma to do it. Yeah. But so Millie Bobby Brown hears that and. I kept thinking, like, I know it, you need her to be allowed to walk around freely mm-hmm. for the movie, but I kept thinking, like, let that girl in a room. Yeah. She, you know she doesn't like the plan. She's going to do something to fuck with I'm you I'm sure guys. it was part of the deal with the terrorist organization to be like, hey, just let my daughter do whatever the fuck well, she wants. Also, here's the fun thing with, like, the whole thing with Alan, or I should say the character that Charlie Dance played, is that he was, like, a fun terrorist. He's oh, like, he's great. hey, listen, yeah. you guys are here now. <laughs> do whatever you want. We got what we need. Yeah, we're we're so yes. so over Well, it. even where they kept the orca at, like, there are, like, six soldiers in there, then they just, like, laugh and all walk out to get lunch together, <laughs> I guess, and no Nobody's left there yeah. to watch this thing. That's cool. They won. They don't fucking care. Yeah, well, he mentions that the orc is not important, but I feel like, okay, you feel like humanity should end, but surely you, all those people who are working for him don't want to die. And uh, so you'll want the orca to like, okay, if they come after us, we've got this. They can help us. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I said, they're fun terrorists. <laughs> there was some weird, like, when she was, when uh, they had that video conference where she's like, oh, this is what I did, where she's talking to her, her ex-husband. And then she has, like, all these video clips of the Earth, like, panning yeah. too. So How the fuck like, did she edit that together? How's she all, like, ready for this? Like, you FaceTime someone in Very professional <laughs> PowerPoint presentation. But then it's also like, this daughter is just in this compound, and then there's apparently intercoms that are just wired everywhere so you can just listen in on other people's conversations. Oh, here's, a, here's another fun Easter egg. One of the intercoms had 420 written on it. Did it really? <laughs> also, can I... Oh, get ready. Are you guys ready to get your minds fucking blown? Do you know I'm what ready. the monster number for uh, Mothra was? 69. 69. Best film of the year. Yeah. yeah. Where's that? Sex numbers. Weed numbers. Sex numbers. Weed numbers. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a 10-10 film, by the way. I mean, we'll get to the ratings right later. Oh, yeah. so. Anyway, so we've basically got to the, the pinnacle of the film. She gets out to go to Fenway Park because they say some stupid dumb logic that... They use you speakers to yeah, amplify yeah. it, which, like... <laughs> Fenway like, Park's makes... the only place with speakers. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you could be like Fenway Park, and you could be across town. You're not gonna hear the no. speakers yeah. from Fenway. What if this is a weird film where, like, it's set in modern times, but it's actually an alternate universe? And the only thing they changed was that speakers have been made illegal, and the only place that has them is Fenway Park. It's like Grandfather Dan or something. <laughs> That was definitely the most exciting thing to happen at Fenway Park. <laughs> well, other, other than racism, I feel like I feel like Michael Doherty might be from Boston and be like a Red Sox fan or something. Yeah, I feel like it's very gratuitous. But even the film, even the film, like was like us making fun of Boston the yeah. whole time. Of like, 
Once again, uh, the the one character we liked a lot, uh, the the Doctor Stanford or whatever, was like, "Well, this is a bad day to be a Red Sox fan." <laughs> Fuck you, Boston. <laughs> Well, one thing I kept wanting to say, this movie was really good. Not good, it's one of the most annoying things about it, but I say a line, then I respond to the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, because, yeah, somebody said something. That, like, he said, uh, he said, had a follow-up to that, like, saying, like, oh, it's before he said it's a bad day to be a Red Sox fan. Yeah. I don't remember. There's, what it was. A, there's a there's a it doesn't matter, but no, but it was like when the when they're flying in. This is at the beginning of the movie. They're flying into Antarctica, and it's Emma and her daughter, mm. and they're about to witness like this murder scene, and then the daughter just says, "I'm scared." It's like you can't just show us that she is. Like we get the point, yeah. but. Yeah, there's plenty of, like, just clunkiness in the movie. Yeah, oh, unnecessary yeah. dialogue to just snip yeah. it, trim it out. You don't need it. It's just fat. <laughs> you just gotta be a little high. And you gotta get a little, uh... <laughs> yeah, and then you just gotta idea. watch it in a movie theater. Because, oh, like, yeah. the explosions and the noise, and it's like... Oh, yeah, if you've got, like, a sound <laughs> system at home, like, it, do it. comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Or branch it through Redbox. Do something. Yeah, do something. But it's like, yeah, you just... You gotta feel it. You gotta feel it, and it's fine. You suspend your feeling of disbelief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see all the, this... People, the hidden people pulling the strings of the large monsters. Yeah, and, yeah. and this is finally where I feel like the film got really good as they built up to this final fight of King Ghidorah comes, and basically it's a four-off fight of King Ghidorah, or, sorry, King Ghidorah, it's <laughs> funny, King Ghidorah and Rodan, oh, because... It's hard Rodan, to say when you keep saying it over and over. It is, yeah. King Ghidorah, King ooh, yeah, that is really hard. It's like Ghidorah, it's like Ghidorah. It's like trying to say scuba, it's just a weird word. Yeah. So they scuba. get King Ghidorah, and then his little bitch Rodan, and then basically Godzilla and his sexy lover Mothra show up, <laughs> they have a big brawl, and here's the thing, guys, it fucking rules, yeah. dude, it's so good. I kind of, I kind of, so hell good. yeah, hell yeah, dude, hell yeah, dude. I really like the new design. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, I'm glad I got that for an Insta story. Here's I'm coming around on the movie, but you guys are making me hate it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I did. I did like the way the new Mothra design. I liked that she had those talons on the front. Oh, yeah. would, although, as we mentioned earlier, she also has a stinger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which okay. like moths don't have stingers. Like maybe it's supposed to be like, oh, it's not a moth. It's well, a giant. Well, no, that's the thing. You <laughs> expect it. No, yeah. No talons either. No one expected no. that. Yeah. They got kind of like they can fight with their like front little things. Well, well, that's the thing because this isn't a puppet. Like this is the most fucking tactile and like moving yeah. Mothra we've ever seen. Yeah, and it's also weird because I guess in like in like Japan, moths aren't as like kind of terrifying mm-hmm. yeah. as they are in America. Because like I I lived in the country. I grew up in the country, <laughs> so you would get like if you had your lights on you'd get like those huge like fist sized moths <laughs> hanging <laughs> against your wall and like oh, I don't want to be anywhere near that fucking thing yeah they're there That's to heal terrifying. you terrifying yeah. I think you're out of nuclear energy <laughs> yeah. but yeah so uh, Mothra's basically takes on Rodan while uh, Godzilla fights Ghidorah yeah. they even do like Rodan's about <laughs> to like give the killing blow then it's about to bite like Mothra in the face mm-hmm. then it goes like it does that like, oh, I got a knife in me, so I gotta stop what I'm doing and realize that I've been stabbed. But it's, it's, I, I thought it was, I thought it was Godzilla, and so did the family. Who yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Godzilla. That usually is in a movie. That's what it would be. Oh, it would yeah. be like the partner stabbing the, the villain in the back. It's Godzilla yeah. with a giant sword. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that was pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say at this point, too, so basically Mothra and Rodan kind of, like, kill each other, but not really, which is kind of weird. 
But basically, it goes to the main fight of Ghidorah and Godzilla. <coughs> Ghidorah kind of kicks Godzilla's ass again, but they say that he's starting to melt down because he has too much energy now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghidorah kind of murks him, and then basically Mothra sacrifices herself to give him magic glowing power. So now he's like super radiated and has Mothra. Well, that, but they also, now the our human characters have to use the Orca to get Ghidorah away from yeah, Godzilla to, to for Godzilla a little while. To like just stand up. Yeah, pretty much. Stand up and become red and glowing. The city of Boston cannot be lived in for the next four million years. Sorry, I interrupted you. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, praise Godzilla. I'm pretty sure it was like that before the bomb went off. That's a fair point. No one should ever live in Boston. I would 100% give that up as a sacrificial city. Yeah. Shit city. Uh, oh, but all the scientists are there because the, the uh, main, main oh, because MIT and Harvard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what good is that done for? I'm more interested in MIT to be honest with you at this point. <laughs> so the the whole military is trying to save this little girl. It's uh, and there's like forty. They're really committed. At to least it forty too. people die on screen to try to save. Her. <laughs> like to the point when they drop down to one of the Harriers when they run out, three of them get zapped oh, by lightning. Right away. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. It's it was like shit where it's like the doors come down on D-Day. What I don't understand is they land in Fenway but they immediately know that they're looking for uh, the daughter (laughs) and not the mom. Like they always somebody's always saying like what's the daughter's name? Millie? Maddie? Maddie? Maddie. Yeah Madison Madison, because her real name is Millie but like how do they know she's there? Not everybody should have this bit of information. Yeah. Like they're they did they read the script? They yeah, know no, things they, they, they definitely know. read the script. Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah. it. You know, how, you know how the father got got uh, scientist man's notes? That was the script. That's how he knew where Godzilla was going. Because I he was mean, handed a copy of the script. Oh wait, did they so when he detonated the nuke that that pocket watch that he has, is that when Hiroshima like knocked out all the clocks? Is that the significance of that? That or is, is that... in the first one, yes. Okay. So then <laughs> The significance, of it in, the significance of it in the second one is it, or not the second one. The significance of it in the 2014 one, I guess, is he used to take out that clock to tell that guy's son the time. Oh my god. Okay, so but anyways, there's an atomic clock, and then this guy, this guy has to detonate an atomic bomb, and he looks at his clock right before doing that. So it's. Man, this poor guy's life has just been bookended by atomic explosion. The funny thing is how out of place is because like. Ken Watanabe does such a great acting job in this. Oh, he's, he's a so, great actor. He's yeah. so serious and so well done. He's like having this own serious drama. <laughs> and everybody's just like, look at these monsters. Fuck, am I right? <laughs> he sold the line for it. We must have faith in Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, it's ta- kind of taken for granted by everybody that Godzilla's the good guy. Because yeah. you know, like, I understand, like... We can use Godzilla to take out this monster, which is far worse. Mm-hmm. But then they're kind of like saying, "Like, come on, big guy, you can do it." Like, why is Godzilla the good guy now? He's still everyone, supposed to be a horrible force of nature. Everyone likes to support a team. Yeah, yeah. Because even in the 2014 team Godzilla, Godzilla, which we will review eventually for this podcast, <laughs> he shows up as a good guy right away. Because basically, the bad guy in that one's Mudo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's we basically have gotten to the whole you know climax of the film. Of course, Godzilla marks King Ghidorah. Well, yeah, we haven't gotten to. We, we, we haven't said the mom sacrificing herself for oh, no real yeah. reason. Oh, I still no, no, don't no. forgive her. I, 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 I know why she sacrificed herself. Dude, she in her head, it. she is realizing like, oh, I'm going to be tried, tried as a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only hope is suicide. There it's are definitely millions. 
millions are dead because of me. Yeah, <laughs> definitely they couldn't have the movie been like, oh, now she's in jail. No. My daughter probably hates me at this point. Yeah. yeah. Might as well just die. Yeah, I mean, that's not exactly good parenting. Like, your daughter is mad that you did something really horrible, so I should just kill myself. Also, a really good line earlier in the film when the bioterrorist tells her, like, hey, long live the king. But then she says it to fucking King Ghidorah, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> well, it's like, supposed to be... not gonna fucking know. I like, think it's supposed to be that, like, she knows Godzilla's coming up to take him out. Like, oh, the, the rightful king. She also... I, I do honestly think she realized she was gonna be tried as a war criminal, yeah. but she definitely she didn't need to sacrifice yeah. herself. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's really basically yeah. a Black Panther ending. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't have made it something to where, like, she had to stay behind. Somebody had to stay behind. Mm, yeah. And, yeah. like, you really can't have... You know, you, you shouldn't have twice. two sacrifices in a movie like that. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, she just... She Maybe just, just Ken Watanabe yeah. just won't, doesn't want to be in another one of these movies. <laughs> no, so that's like, 100 you got to kill me. Like, get me out of this. <laughs> not a good look for my career. But, like, oh, my God. It's... She would have been on the list of, like, war... Uh, like, what is it? You know, you have, like, Genghis Khan killed 30 million... And then it's gonna be like Hitler, the nation of Turkey during World War One with Armenia, and then her. Like she's just gonna be top five like list of genocidal people in whatever in world it's gonna be left because you still got like was it five Titans that are on At the least. list? And, That's and a, King Kong yeah. is just around. Now. I'm excited for that, man. Yeah. I mean, this is one thing I should feel like we can get to right away, even though we haven't perfectly summarized the movie yet, is the ending credits are just setting up the whole King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm. Yes. There's there's an article that says, like, oh, another Mothrag was found, or, hey, why are all these monsters converging on Skull Island? And it's like, it's Man. just, it's setting up. Playing a really gross cover of yeah, Go, is, Go, Godzilla. It is not appropriate <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, it feels real fucking weird. It feels very weird, and it's almost like they try to be like, we want to make it sound like fucking uh, DJ Khaled kind of like did a little with it, but he did. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't and quite get the original version, so we're like, well, let's yeah, let's get a cheaper cover. Let's, yeah. let's see what we can find on maps. I mean, I feel like it's mm-hmm. kind of like a step backwards, fighting, going from fighting King Ghidorah to fighting King Kong. Yeah. Seems. It, it definitely does feel kind of like a Batman-Superman situation yeah, where they I, start off with what should be the main billing thing, but I don't know how they're going to do it yet, so this could be more interesting. There could be more monster fights that are just like weird one-off things. Yeah, I yeah. do love monkey dinosaur fights, so it's oh, one yeah. of my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just have to have you guys back when it comes out. I'm, I'm looking forward to see how they make King Kong huge, because I know he wasn't as big as Godzilla is yeah, right now. Yeah, enormous. Yeah, so Godzilla goes <laughs> Super Saiyan and explodes Ghidorah. Oh yeah, and it's right? a it's a fucking great shot after the city is like. Yeah, I do like how he's like so nuclear powered that like everything, everything is everything. melting, all the buildings, yeah. and then uh, he <laughs> sets off his huge blast. The racism in Boston, and you see, it's it's beautiful. Boston you can't see anybody's rightful state. <laughs> yeah, you can't see anybody first. Then King Ghidorah's head comes out from the rubble. But then you know, they pull rubble back, rubble. and you see that Godzilla's got King Ghidorah's still thrashing head inside his, his mouth. mouth. Okay, you have to admit, also that pretty was pretty it fucking was cool. It was so fucking cool. I thought boss. it was kind of silly because it's like because it, it was still moving. The head was still alive. Oh my god! But was there breathe. the rest of his body inside of well, Godzilla? I mean, no, no. Maybe. You think he could have regrown? The body's still alive though, not the head. If no. you could I've, I've, fire, I've ripped a chicken's head off before. I know what. If what you could breathe fire if you could and stick that chicken's head, head could in your mouth and blow fire out the chicken's mouth, I know what. I'm gonna say it's piccolo rules. Where yeah, if he still had like a big enough part of his body, he could regrow it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. 
Well, anyway, it was it was kind of silly, but I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you, uh, sir. Can we also Thank go you. into how Maddie survived this nuclear explosion? It was. Uh... Oh well, no, the nuclear explosion didn't happen by the time like that had happened. Like that was just more general, like regular explosions. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, a but city. She survived. Explosion? She survived her her uh-huh. her old her old house falling on top of her because she got in the bathtub. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she didn't even break her wrist. Which nope. was like, yeah, which would have been smashed by yeah. the, the roof tile. What if they just showed, like, there's a little indentation on the stone where there's just enough for her wrist to fit in. They're like, you know what? There is a guy. And his name's Godzilla. There is a guy. Okay, there was a funny part where I think Dr. Stan was like, somebody says God and he goes, Zilla. I'm like, you know what? Props to you, dude. It's also, yes, and. It's also weird that, like, they knew to go back to the house they used to have and Boston to find her was like they're oh, giant yeah, monsters destroying the city. She's surely just running away from it. The backseat it's because one of the comic relief characters is like, yeah, if I had parents like you, I'd never want to go home. And they're both like, what did you just say? That guy, okay, that guy also ruled, by the way. And he wasn't afraid to just call them shitty parents yeah. one more time. Like, that scene was so great because if they were going to argue with him, he's going to be like, yeah, look at what you've done, you piece of shit. This is literally hell on earth. Yeah. Oh, man. This is, a, this is an 11 out of 10 film, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, at this point, they, they basically Godzilla has killed King Ghidorah after the mom basically sacrificed herself to get King Ghidorah out of the way before Godzilla could recuperate. Um, and right before they end the film, they cut to Dr. Chen, and she says, like, we're lucky Godzilla's on our side. For now. Oh. And then it cuts to the credits, which is, like, props to them because that's so many Godzilla endings in the original. Well, they, t- they also had that weird scene where all the kaijus come up to Godzilla. And, like, oh, they yeah, took they the term, bow. yeah, they took the term king of the monsters a little too literally with yeah, everybody but, bowing. I know, to I like him. it. <laughs> this is what and I, Godzilla looking like, I don't want the crown, but I guess I have it. I guess I gotta do it. And this is what I was saying, head. too. As soon as they all bow in that weird submissive pose, I'm like, they're all fucking right after oh, that. Yeah. Like, for sure. Godzilla's like, you all have to suck my dick because you're lucky enough to get that. Oh, it looks like we got some more footage for the next kaiju reproduction video. Right, because it's not out of the question after what they set up. I'm saying this again. This is a 11 out of 10 film and it's so horny and I love it. <laughs> it guys, go see Godzilla King of the Monsters. Put down this podcast right now and go watch it. This is, this is going to be right when the spoiler part stops so like, people can come in. Oh, I, I have some more dumb spoiler things I want to talk okay, about. Okay, well, stop this part and then after this. <laughs> uh, I, I did have an honest thing for how I thought the movie could have been a little bit better. Or maybe how it just could have been less... Okay, so the, the Oxygen Destroyer, which it's a nice callback to the first film, but it definitely feels like kind of shoehorned in there. What if photographer dad? What if he was working on that while she was working on the orca? Like they were both trying. That to would have made more like, sense, right? Yeah. Like it would have made more sense if he was trying to work towards something like I always wanted to destroy Godzilla. Also, it does set it up for the fact that they could bring Destroya into the one of the films, mm. which we haven't watched yet. But basically, that's the next one. Yeah, that's the next one we're gonna watch. Tune in for that next time. Destroya. <laughs> next time, Zookeeper fans, get ready for that. <laughs> call fans What's up, Zooks? Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, so, anyways. Okay, this is when it's going to jump in, and we're all through the spoilers, and also, this was a perfect movie because it's so horny. I want them to hear that and know that. Let's go to those reviews, guys. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I think this movie was pretty damn good. I Before, was... though, we should explain the review system. Though. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You, you haven't been on in a year. Jacob's never been on. 
So our our original review system, what the what was it? The first one was God was oh. uh, Podzu- sorry, Godzuki's versus non Godzuki's. That's right. Which was basically Godzilla's son versus the non existence of He's the son. He's not Godzilla's son. We've he been is. over this. He no, he Godzilla's is Godzilla's son. And then after that we have the Goro rating system, which is where you have four thumbs up because Goro has four arms from mm. Mortal Kombat. Or Shiva, and we've talked about it too. Yes, she is a total babe we all want to have sex with. Mm-hmm. And then this year, it's Crabs Out of Turtles, because we watched a movie called Space Amoeba, <laughs> where they said at one point that turtles are crabs' natural enemies. Uh, so basically, it's just okay. it's 10 out of 10. <laughs> so yeah. I either got to give it crabs or noodles? No, yeah. crabs out of turtles. But Martin so will take it away now. All right, I want to give this film uh, nine out of nine crabs out of 10 turtles. Mm-hmm. It's, it's... Hell yeah, dude. High five that shit. <laughs> It was it was very enjoyable. The the monster fights are very fun. The human parts, I again, I feel like this is the perfect modern Godzilla film because the monster parts are super fucking fun and the human parts are very bad and dumb, but like an enjoyable bad mm-hmm. and dumb. They drag a little bit, so maybe not worth like a rewatch, but this is definitely worth at least one watch through. Like it is definitely entertaining enough. Yeah. And the fucking imagery, they get some fucking beautiful <clears throat> wide shots just for like every fucking monster. It's just. Big and beautiful and amazing. <laughs> Sorry, Luke's phone's no. rebelling against him at the same time. My fucking phone, it'll like sometimes it'll play ads, but then it can't, it does a saying like take 30, se- 30 seconds, <laughs> next exercise, keep your neck limber and relieve arthritis pain. They're right. And it makes that noise, you can't get the volume out of it. And you, you gotta, just, you gotta sometimes, drop your neck, bro. Yeah, sometimes the picture doesn't even show up, but it just Man. does the sound forever. Here, don't worry, Luke. I'll get, so angry about I'll, get a, I'll get a video to play when you do Why your don't we camera. all take a moment to limber up our necks? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. 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 Listeners at home, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that feels kind of good, actually. Oh, nice. I'm in a lot better place. You know what? Every podcast should do this. And this is why we're better than comedy. <laughs> Lember up your necks. Or fucking Doughboys. Uh, I'm going to go into reviews real quick, too. I'm also exactly on Martin's level. This is nine crabs out of ten turtles. I didn't think I was going to like it that much after reading reviews. I loved it. It's Here's my thing. It's a stupid film. You have to realize that going in. But it's like, it is on the level of a... Of a fucking five, uh, of the five, the Fast Five, like Fast and the Furious series, or a fucking Fate of the Eight, Fast Furious. It's so stupid, but it's so fun. It it feels like a self-aware level of stupid. It is a self-aware mm-hmm. level of stupid. It's what I wanted. There are definitely parts that drag, so that's why it's not perfect. But it's it's a really it's just a really good popcorn flick. I feel like. Turn your brain off, check it into the door, let Zilla come all over your pants, and then say, that's my cum, actually. And then you realize it was yeah. all along. Why is there only one trail of cum in the sand? <laughs> and then when I looked down, I realized it was Godzilla's cum all along. I'll give this movie a, a six and a half out of ten. It was like... It's not bad. I'm definitely coming around to it while talking about it. There were a lot of things I liked about it. I just feel the movie could have gone through... I think the script's probably the problem, because the movie could have gone through a couple more rewrites, but but just not tight enough. (coughs) Also, that's why I love having me on this podcast, because I'd hate to have us all being like, this is the perfect film, go watch it, because I'm tired of all these liberal think pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I still haven't, like, just Shin Godzilla was so awesome. Yeah. So that's that's my benchmark for modern Godzilla. I do want to say this. We'll eventually review it because we've all watched it, but we'll watch it again. I definitely did like Shin Godzilla more than this for different reasons. But, like, it's like basically having a really stupid fun friend that comes in for town for the weekend and you know you're going to get fucked up and love it. But then you also have, like, this collegiate, like, really great friend that's, like, fucking done everything right in life. And you're, like, you're just glad to be around him that Shin Godzilla. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that that is the perfect description. Yeah. So this is the movie where you get fucked up and you don't remember what happens, but you know it was fun. It was fucking rad. It was legendary. Yeah. Oh, oh hell yeah, dude. Give me a... Yeah. Let's get some more high fives. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, that's the last one. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, get it. Oh, there yeah. you go. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so what do you guys think of reviews? Um, I'm going to have to agree with you guys. Nine uh, crab... Is it crabs out of turtles? Yeah, crabs out of turtles. Nine crabs... Um... <laughs> Like I said, the the conspiracy boy in me really loved all the <laughs> yeah. the lore behind it. Um, I am disappointed we didn't get to see King Kong, but um, that's the thing. Their CG was great because they didn't even they they said like, oh, we got all these cameras set up, and then they had one that was for Skull Island, but it was all blurry. So like they're they're teasing it hard. Mm. They don't want to show anything yet. They want it all to be a surprise. Mm. Yeah, I mean. The, the acting was goofy, which is yeah. totally fine for a Godzilla movie, and that, fight scenes were really cool. That bitch. And, and I got to see <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was verbatim line from Godzilla's Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> band, so. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's so good, man. We should have Kong you back to watch Hong Kong, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know I already went, but I do want to say... I. I wish the movie had focused more on like the people who worked for Monarch, like give more of those soldiers more of a personality. Yeah, like, you mentioned. I think it was you bit. that mentioned that was really like a good point. They were like basically a whole monster of the week kind of crew. Like I could see them going around and having like different Godzilla fights. Yeah, like they, there's think, so much potential in that idea. So, so yeah. Jamie Carbone lent me that like Godzilla kind of origin comic that follows G Force. I oh, like that to both of you. Yeah, right? I have it. Yeah, still. yeah. the Hundred Year War thing or something. Yeah, it's I, really good. I think that would be a. That'd be a perfect thing to follow. Was like a fucking Doctor Shirazawa was basically like that character. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. sorry. Sorry. Please, yeah. Please. I'm gonna give it uh, ten crabs out of or ten crabs in two turtles. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, oh. We're stuffing these things in there. I think this movie did <laughs> a good a, job of just jamming in a lot of action. <laughs> you definitely fit more crabs and turtles just, than you could turtles oh, and crabs. So many crabs <laughs> and turtles. Um, I loved it. I loved check your brain at the doors, Brandon said. Do not expect to It's the Fast and Furious of Godzilla films. Yeah, it's the best of ways. You're not gonna leave this movie being a better person, but you should definitely watch this movie. Um, it's just it's wonderful. You shouldn't you don't watch it on your phone if it comes out on Netflix. You have to watch it either in a theater or with a surround sound system. Preferably right? there being a loud black family sitting in the <laughs> That's the best way to watch it. They were great. Like I was worried like, oh, yeah. they're gonna talk too much. I'm like, no, they were saying everything oh, yeah. so funny. Like, the just were right about it. It was like, I like was a worried great too. sports event. Like yeah. everyone's into it. Everyone's like excited about it. No one's just like disappointed. It really like, it really yeah. did become a spectacle where then I was just expecting everybody to stand up and go like, can you dig it? <laughs> yeah, our theater clapped at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, it was fucking yeah. great. So like, the, you heard it here first when Godzilla King of the Monsters comes out on Blu-ray. Get the deluxe edition. It comes with a black family. <laughs> Ooh, that feels wrong in every way. <laughs> No, this was I, I. This was so good though. It's getting slammed in reviews. I checked, but, but like, oh, this is the thing I want to mention so too. Awesome! It, it's so it's like a thirty-nine percent by critics, uh-huh. but this is the biggest like dissonance they've ever had on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Thirty-nine percent by critics, eighty-seven percent by fans. By fans, yeah. oh my and god! That it's, also rules. So yeah, hard. it's just it's Seems completely right. entertaining. Like yeah. it's just there's nothing about it that's like. It, what is it? Enlightening. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Former guests, both yeah. uh, John Manley and Robert Kuschel, wanted me to text them what I thought afterwards. 
and they're like, we thought it was really stupid, but no, you're going to love it. I'm like, they're right. They're so very right about that. I, I also want to say, I don't really like the way Godzilla looks. They made yeah. him, like, they made him oh, yeah. beefy. He looked terrible. He, like, he, like, like, he looked like he didn't even have a head. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not no neck. He's pretty adorable, yeah. actually. Yeah, he's very adorable. I think he's, he's he, his face looked kind of like, remind me like Joe Pesci. Yeah. He looked like a stegosaurus that got tired of yeah. getting made. Like, like a cartoon gangster. He yeah. reminded me of those, uh, the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, that too. Yeah, oh, that's a good yeah, one. I do see that. The yeah. Goombas. Yeah. Goomba! That was great. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, we should get to the game section. Quit playing Stupid games. Um, <laughs> we're going to call Aaron Klopper eventually, but he just told me we have to stall because he's getting ready to go up at Demon Tab oh. Open Mic, which is a great open mic. Well, hey, guess what? We didn't go over any of our other games. So, hey, look, it's Moth RuPaul's Drag Race. Moth RuPaul's Drag Race. Paul's Drag Race in the game section. <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't do it during the talk, but uh, there was a lot of great fashion. Once again, Dr. Chin killing it in the game. Oh my god, such a cute outfit. Yeah, very... You know what? Multiple cute outfits. Did you notice that they had uh, Mark... she just wore a suit through most of it. But she wore that suit, dude. Mm. She she's got, she's got the short haircut. No, she had like mm. a cute, like, weird, like, military but not really military yeah. outfit. Oh, mm. you know, another thing too, once again, going back to uh, the terrorist Alan played by Charles Dance. I liked his outfits a lot. Very brooding. Like, oh, you yeah. know, he's the evil character. Black turtlenecks. Love that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then also... Like those tactical turtlenecks with, like, the patches on yeah. them. Like, the you would, necks. Yeah. yeah. Like, one of the few people you'd see wearing a turtleneck, but you wouldn't make fun of him because, you know, you could kick your ass easily. Exactly. He's a bioterrorist. Yeah, he's a bioterrorist. Mm-hmm. terrorist Yeah. And then I'd say the last little fashion bit that I really liked, too, was Thomas Middleditch. Uh... Like, he's, like, a fun business dude. Like, he, like, just got out of the Bryson commercials. He's like, oh, I gotta shoot this today, I guess, too. <laughs> just keep the outfit on. I do think that he should have been, like, head of public relations or something for the yeah. company, rather than masters of technology, because yeah. he did seem like that was his whole thing, like, getting people on the side of Nolan Hark. I'm sure they wrote him as, like, the PR person, but yeah. they were like, no, there's no reason for a PR person to be here at this point. Yeah. yeah. And once again, he was a very fun character, and the few lines he had were funny, but they didn't give him a lot of lines, so I just yeah. want to... I hope we get to see more of him and then Charles Dance in the next film, which, they, by the way, uh, slight spoiler, they set up basically the whole Godzilla versus King Kong at the end of this. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm jammed for that, dude. I'm ready. They, well, I'm like, did they have a head? What, yeah. what was, why were they buying a head? Oh, uh, so he could fuck it. They said he was Sorry, like, tra- that's a silly yeah, question. No, he was trading in uh, in <clears throat> Titan DNA. Yeah, for some reason that, they're definitely like teasing. They're gonna do like a Mecha King Ghidorah. Yeah, because that's like, what they did yeah. in one of the in and it was, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. It looked fucking rad, and I can't wait to see how it's gonna look in three or four years. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> when this movie looks like shit, the next one's gonna look amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's <laughs> true, man. It's, it's one of those crazy things when you go back and you watch movies with bad CGI. Actually, going back to the whole Fast and the Furious series, uh, the Too Fast, Too Furious, and the third one, the Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. there's some CGI they have in that. When you watch it, you're like, this is so bad. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, they're driving a real car, and then it goes to PlayStation 2 graphics. Well, like, like the second one, pretty much all the cars were CGI, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, hey, look, it's it's that other game that we always play. Uh, so everyone knows that in kaiju films, electricity always plays a big role. You guys remember when King Ghidorah ate that power station and then he did that really cool lightning shot? Oh, uh, dude, it was like he's going Super Saiyan. It was so fucking cool. 
Uh, anyway, let's all lick these 9-volt batteries. Uh, oh, yeah, what was up with that shot where after Ghidorah won against Godzilla, where he, like they had that cross uh, in the foreground, and, uh, like, to, to make Ghidorah... To honor our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Yeah. I've, been, I've been looking at these for the entire time we've been sitting at this table. Yeah, so we look at 9-volt batteries. Luke, Luke really likes nine it. Volt battles, Luke really battery. Battery. He does. <laughs> it's just... It's fun. Oh, I hated this. I think mine's dead. I, I don't even remember the movie, but I remember licking this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I still got a little life in it, but it's not as spicy as it could be. Not as spicy. Uh, Let's see. Fuck. How long Wait. do you have to do this for? Yeah, just got a little more. for just, a second. Yeah, as long as you want. Can I just tongue tap it? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't want to... You just need a little tea. I don't want to die. T-t. I have a heart condition. <laughs> I don't want to die. It just makes people less... Wait, do you have a heart condition too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah, too, man. Heart I do as well. Sorry. I, 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 I just feel like an ass. <laughs> oh, Aaron's calling me right now. Can we just go into this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we all lick the battery. All right, lick it. I'm, I'm taking the call. Crawling Aaron to ask some questions. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Aaron, you call this in the middle of another game. Well, hey, it's I'm the fucking uh, I, I call when I call. I'm, I'm the dad. I'm the guy. All right, so he Aaron, is the one who just so you know, we got we He's got Jacob and Steve on this episode. So Steve Oak and then Jacob Legon. I hope I'm saying the last name oh. right. Oh, I'm happy that Steve Oak. I thought you said Steve Oak for a second. <laughs> like Steve O from Jackass? Yeah, the, 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 the Jackass Steve O. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm getting my back tattooed right now by uh, <laughs> his own face. <laughs> um, so we're cutting right into fucking calls from Aaron for the next. I'm sorry, I could, I could call back. I was trying no, Why would you call back? <laughs> You just you just said like I'm the big alpha dog wolf, wolf and you're like uh, when's it good for you? <laughs> you're on the horn. We're doing this. Dude, I'm a podcast cuck. Yeah. Oh, dude. oh, this is not the first cuck mention, as you could have guessed. Pod cuck. What's the cuck, what's the cuck for the okay. night? Oh, is that what PC culture is yeah. about? Podcast cult culture. <laughs> podcast cold cast. Pod cuck culture. I'm sorry, Aaron. Martin had a cold brew and it's rotted his brain. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe once again the alpha dog. Yes. <laughs> um, Aaron, so I want to ask you this question. Uh, so we don't want to ruin too much for the new Godzilla film. Uh, the only one thing we want to say, it fucking rules, go see it. Um, but also, it's the most horny Godzilla film, so we want to know, which Godzilla character do you think fucks the most? Um, I think Godzilla, because he, he's like the quarterback of, of the kaiju. Yeah, that's a good, good answer. answer. Good he, answer. Listen, here's the thing. We grade him every episode, and he always gets A's, and this is already an A answer. Oh, yeah. Pride Month. That's a good Pride Month. Pride Month. Um, can you edit that out? No. You're canceled, by the way, too. <laughs> I, want, I want to take a vacation anyway. Okay. Well, okay. So, uh, to continue the question with why this is the most horny movie... Do you think that Godzilla and Mothra actually do have a working sexual relation? What? <laughs> That's also an A-plus answer. That was the best answer so far. Yeah. I'm, okay with, I'm okay with that being the answer, but I do, my brain couldn't put together the words to say. Okay, I, do not worry about it. This is going to be one of the few things I swallow for the film. They set up in this film that Godzilla and Mothra have a connection that might be sexual, even. <laughs> Once again, A plus answer. <laughs> so looking over all these three answers, you got an A plus again. 
Fucking get ready. We're sending you a bumper sticker. It says, my son graduated from Podzuki as an honor student. <laughs> and make sure... Thank you. And I want you to tell everyone at Demon Tap Open Mic, shout out to Joe Haran and Chad Weaver, future guests, that you're an honor student in Podzuki. And let them know. And then kiss well, them. You hear that cool mouth mark? Yeah. Cool, Alright. Alright, well, Aaron, as always, thank you for calling an alpha dog in us. I love you, Aaron. Thank you. Have a great night, buddy. Oh, good night, guys. Oh, man, what a nicey. Guys, this is like the best episode ever. <laughs> we had a game called Side of a Game. I didn't even look at battery, so I'm going to do that now. Gameception. Let me grab that here. Wait, who's <coughs> Dr. Vivian Graham? Concrete. It's the lady who had sex with a sea creature in uh, Shape of Water. Oh, Ooh. so she's progressive. I like it. Very progressive. She's, she's like, my insurance, baby. In the not Hellboy <laughs> movie. Oh, yeah. Well, better Hellboy than the last Hellboy. Oh boy, don't get me started on this. <laughs> there, do you have a thing for for uh, where, where who the fuck is Ron Canada? I do have a thing for where who the fuck is. <laughs> Listen, I've had a few. I've had a few brew dogs tonight. We ate a whole rotisserie chicken. Everything's kind of cunting, cunting in. What the hell, dude? <laughs> the walls are closing in on you. Yeah. Who the fuck is Ron Canada? So this one's a fun one, because listen, I'm going to have a bit of a crossover <laughs> with Jamie Carbone's passions. Ooh. Ron Canada is a is a person we like to talk about. He's a person who has over like almost 200 film and uh, television appearances. Um, was he in Garden shit. State? He wasn't in Garden State. Oh, damn it. Okay, I'm sorry. But here's the thing. Get this. Joe Canada was in Frasier, guys. Everyone's favorite television show. You mean Ron Canada? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. Damn it. <laughs> I'm more upset at myself than anyone else right now. In Frasier, did Ron Canada play a policeman, a judge, or a janitor? Or, get ready for this fourth option, because we have four people, a doctor. Judge. Okay. A janitor. I'm going to say janitor. Uh, what were the options again? Judge, doctor, janitor, or policeman. Or uh, place woman. It's 2019. Or janitorial. I'll stuff. have. I'll say doctor. Has nobody said doctor yet? No one said doctor. But okay. listen, Martin knew he had the most faith. Yes, in. he was a judge. He just yeah. like in Ted too, baby. He's always playing judges. Hell Woo. yeah! Because you Good know answer. what? He's a man of class, and I like that. Yeah. I so, should have known Frazier wouldn't interact with somebody <laughs> so low in the socioeconomic. <laughs> yeah. The, the radio station probably had a janitor that he'd see sometimes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because he always had to mop up all of Fraser's cum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 talk, he talked to Bulldog. would hang around him sometimes. That's true. Yeah. It was a good show. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. I always understand when somebody tells me that their favorite show is like Frasier or Seinfeld, but when someone tells you their favorite show growing up was Friends, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you have no personality. <laughs> this is really mean to anybody listening to this podcast who likes Friends, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Yeah. Friends you're, is all right. You're no, right. I mean that. Yeah, fuck you. You know what? Like I friends. should back that up. Yeah, you know what? Seinfeld's such yeah. a superior beast as well as Frasier. Go back in time and yell at yourself for having such shitty taste. Yeah. I'll, all right. say, I'll say it right now. Sorry. King of the Hill is the best anime. Guys, <laughs> and here's one thing. This is a new game section. I'm going to spring on all you all. Hope you're ready for this. I think it's going to be really fun. This is the new section. Shoutouts. Shoutouts? This is shoutouts we have to give to all our friends and lovers in our lives. <coughs> Jonathan Shannon, former guest, and also former guest we'll have back on, is in L.A. right now 
and get this. You know what he did? Oh. He found Shrek's Hollywood star and took a picture next to it. <laughs> Look at this shit. That's a, that's a shout out. A shout out to oh. Jonathan Shannon taking oh, a picture yeah. with that's, the Shrek star. Shout out to Jonathan Shannon, the true all star. You know that if you have a Hollywood star, like you had to buy it. Yeah, no, DreamWorks got that deep money. I mean, Shrek married a princess. They got money. Yeah. So Shrek bought his own star. Yeah. That's even more fascinating. You wanna you wanna know a real fun fact, Mm -hmm. which I learned just a few days ago? What's that? Uh, apparently Shrek got a star on the Walk of Fame before Oprah did. Got me on star on the Walk of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) Donkey! Uh, take that, Oprah. <laughs> the biggest enemy to our podcast. <laughs> you guys Damn you, beef? Oprah! Damn, you guys beefing with Oprah. That's pretty tight. Did anybody else got any shout-outs before we move to the recommendations? And, uh... Dude, let's shout-out Aaron Klopfer for calling in. <coughs> yeah! yeah! Aaron Klopfer. He beat the buzzer. Uh, I want to shout-out past guest John Torres. Oh, yeah. Because I believe he's he's starting a podcast sometime soon where he's just watching all kinds of Christmas media. That sounds like a fun thing. <laughs> Is he really? Funny. Yeah. He better have me on or I'm going to kill him. Because <laughs> I love Christmas. <clears throat> well, I, I don't love Christmas. Killing people. I love Rask... I, uh, I love Rackin... How's it pronounced? Raskin Bass? Rankin Bass. Rankin Bass. I always get confused by that. I love their weird claymation so much. Because like everyone knows the Rudolph one, but when they go off script and they get mm. the other ones, they get so crazy. Oh, yeah. Just remember, the inside of the bass is rank. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> I want to shout out uh, all of you fun boys for uh, inviting me to see this movie with Hell you. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Another yeah. Round of high fives. Sorry, <laughs> you guys had to pay for yeah. the ticket. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Do you guys get charged a student ticket? Yeah. No. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea. No, I'm not a student. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, it was great. I, I didn't even tell the guy. Like I, I was like I was like yeah. I'm not a student. He's like you're a student of life. And like <laughs> thank you, man. Yeah, he just rung me up as a student. I was yeah. like, am I looking younger? Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> this is a shout out. We have a, a slight theater. fan base, yeah. which is always crazy yeah. to me. We should start like a Patreon so they can just give us money to do shit like this. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta we gotta offer like a fun reward. Right, if we something. start a Patreon we have to like start doing extra episodes. You can make those bumpers. We need to get dick pics for oh, every yeah. donation, baby. <laughs> we all got great hogs we want you to see. We'll 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 photo edit them together so it's like a King Ghidorah dick. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude. That's what everybody wants in the Spider Age. <laughs> I love, I, I'm Three gonna be honest, knobs, one slot. We've killed the trivia section that we introduced. I'm loving the shout-out section. <laughs> Steve, you got any shout-outs? I shouted Aaron Klopfer. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Sorry. Show. I'm so bad at this. Get on with it. Give him that free content. I don't have have any shout-outs. All right, well, then let's get to those good old recommendation plugs so we can get out of here. can't recommend I think you should leave for the fourth time you should still watch it nonetheless so I guess I'm kind of recommendation yeah it's a good show I'm gonna recommend what we're gonna try to do this for the episode but I couldn't find anywhere there's a beer from the Milwaukee Brewing Company great craft beer company that makes an OG which is based off Godzilla and there's a little cute Godzilla on it it's one of my favorite beers in the world if you get a chance to have it drink that shit up it's good good glugging <laughs> I'm gonna recommend that video of Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage. <laughs> it's so hard to watch. Yeah, he he, he he falls, man. He falls hard. Yeah. <laughs> and like he's being, he's trying to be so charismatic and suave before he does. It yeah. feels so hard to watch. Guys, I'm gonna recommend uh, 
Getting a good night of sleep. Mm. Yeah, that's a good recommendation. Hopefully I didn't it's rob pretty you, awesome. Yeah. Mm. That sounds really good. You robbed sleep us all of that. You sound like a doctor. I feel through like, the evening. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's not that bad. It's just a little... It's almost midnight. Yeah, and I, I, I get to go into work a little later tomorrow, which is nice. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a good recommendation, man. Yeah. I recommend the uh, Sport of Formula One Auto Racing. Um... I did not expect to like it, but after I watched the Netflix series on it, I have not missed a race this season. Oh, hell yeah. And my girlfriend bought me a poster for my birthday of all the past F1 games. Shout out to her, oh, too, man. And it's like, yeah. hell yeah. Shout out to you, Crystal. But yeah, I was like, I got way too into it for whatever reason. Oh, no, that's awesome. Uh, yes, Formula One racing. Go watch cars go around a circle. Vroom, <laughs> vroom, baby. Watch the Netflix series, though. It's dope. Yeah. Uh, I want to recommend uh, a band that I've recommended before. Uh, they just put out a new music video for a song I really like. Uh, so look up Tupperware Remix Party and look up uh, Starlight Brigade. It's fucking anime, and it's it's they basically just made a video that is almost note for note uh, Daft Punk's uh, Interstellar Five 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 Five. Ooh, nice! It's it's so fucking rad. I think you should do an extra recommendation of watch Interstellar Five 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 if you have it. I, I've recommended it before. That's but why I let's do it again. Okay. It's so good. Yeah, no, you're right. What uh, was the song? I'm sorry. Oh, it's called Starlight Brigade. I'm gonna show it to you before we leave. You're mm-hmm. gonna. It's oh, it's so fucking cool. But uh, oh yeah, also watch Interstellar five 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 because that is all of Daft Punk's discovery set to the fucking coolest anime music video. Like, I I think I've probably seen that more than I've seen any other piece of media because I've seen that at least. Too many times. <laughs> Dude, Daft Punk is awesome. Oh, hell yeah, they are. Uh, and now we're going to plugs, right? Yeah. Do you have any uh, recommendations too, Luke? Uh, I recommended that video of Kelsey Grammer. From I got to really... I'm, <laughs> I keep tuning out on everybody. I'm so sorry. I also forgot to recommend this to uh, my friend Brody Reed with his friend uh, Mr. Ziggler. Uh, which I like how I referred to him. They started a podcast called The Dark Weeb. Uh, it's two very handsome black dudes talking about anime, which is my interest. Check out that podcast. It is great. The first episode they had, they talked about Gundam Wing and a bunch of other shit, and just, I got on board with that right away, man. It is, Hell yeah. It's so good. Ooh, can so, I give a recommendation? Sorry. I, yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, recommendations there's, are there's a here. There's a Chinese rap group called Higher Brothers. Oh, uh, that's a great name. But it's, but it's, they were initially named after Hire, the air conditioning manufacturer, because that was the uh, air conditioner that was in the apartment they shared with each other. But now they do like Chinese trap music, and some of their songs I'm are it up right actually now. amazing. Higher Brothers, though? Higher Brothers. So the song "Open It Up" by Higher Brothers like bangs. So like, that's when you listen to when you're at your 6:30 a.m. workout tomorrow. <laughs> they rap like in English. Uh, it's in Chinese, but you don't need to know any. It's like this Godzilla movie. You don't know, need to know the language it's, they're speaking to like get yeah. down with it. It's kind of fun too. Like, there's another Chinese band I really like. That's like an indie group called uh, Carsick Cars. I don't know what they're saying, but they're a great group. <laughs> it's just great fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's my other recommendation. And then um, for plugs, I feel like um, I'm gonna plug. Uh, one of my favorite Twitter handles, which is at Martin Felschman. Uh, check it out. Aww. It's a great time. And then also, as we always plug each episode, me and Martin run a show every third Thursday of the month at 9 p.m. at Bonus Round Cafe called Slime Deer DMs. It's D&D themed. We got a really great lineup coming up in June before this comes out because we're going to release this on Wednesday. 
We're going to have Adam Quasel headlining, and if you don't appreciate him, fuck Ooh. you, you piece of shit. Fuck fun. you. He is, he is one of Chicago comedy's just fucking sweetest boys. And also, he'll just have a conversation at you about his interests, and you'll have to deal with it, but that's also why we love him. One day he just came up to me, and he started talking about craft sodas. I didn't want to talk about it, but he went 20 minutes about it, and I kind of appreciate that. <laughs> craft sodas are the shit, Yeah, too. Exactly. That's how I felt at the end of the conversation, so I'm glad he did that to me. Yeah, you should be fans of things. Uh, also, so, future guests, Adam yes. Boswell. Uh, I want to go ahead and plug one of my favorite Twitters uh, at uh, Kirkman Brandon. Oh, hmm. uh, and then I want to plug a uh, an open mic and showcase that I run every Thursday at the Gallery Cabaret. Um, Six thirty to eight, we have our open mic. Then eight o'clock to nine, we have our showcase, it's the Cupcake Comedy Cabaret. I make cupcakes for it every week. Ooh. Come on out, we have fun. Hmm. Having a good time. Yeah. I pass. I got okay. nothing. Yeah. Jacob, Look, what's your Instagram handle? So I, I, can I, don't, plug it. I don't got an Instagram. Shit. <laughs> I do the Facebook. Fuck. What's your Facebook? Because I'm an old man. What's your Facebook so we can plug it? Uh, it's just my name. Perfect. Go. Jacob Ligon Go. at Facebook.org. Go friend Jacob. Tell him he's handsome. Oh, oh that's nice boy. of you, sir. It's adorable, man. Yeah. Adorable and handsome. Great combination. Oh, yeah. My plug's just Jacob Ligon, then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can follow my Instagram Stevo with 10 E's um, <laughs> and if this actually makes someone follow it leave a comment because that'd be hilarious <laughs> Steve also had a, a wonderful podcast uh, God I've had like called... three that oh <laughs> wait can G- we talk gummy, about gummy bears and guard poles <laughs> that's the beauty of podcasts you can just keep doing it no one gives a shit oh yeah, that was, I, t- I talked to people from my gym about their jobs but uh, I ran out of people to talk to. Uh, no, I just ran out of like time to schedule them. But me and Jacob also had a great podcast that lasted for one episode called uh, Comedians in Cars Going Riverboat Gambling. <laughs> and this is the best plug we've had. We, we recorded an episode. So the idea was we would record these episodes to and from the Riverboat Casino in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> But I lost all my money at the casino, so we didn't record one coming back. And then Jacob had to buy my food at Jim's original. Oh, it's very short. I had podcast. no money. Wow. <laughs> but that's kind of the like that's one where you just want to do like a one and done almost. Uh, I wonder where that footage is. Well, we didn't record anything coming back because I was so mad because I lost all my money. <laughs> And I left my debit card in the ATM, too. Man. Interesting evening. <laughs> a night that would destroy most men. It's but like you're a, still strong and resilient. Uh, oh, my experience. It was terrible. Well. I took out so much money. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I feel like, uh, I think we're thin, man. Yeah. So we, we end it the same way every time. The signature catchphrase. Everyone knows Robot Man only has one plan. Drive car fast. Roll that beautiful beam footage. <laughs> Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. That's because this is a podcast. Hello, this is your district manager, Hobart. And here at NPC Inc., we stand for two things. Making a high-quality podcast called Destin Day Jobs and whatever it is this company does. Let's meet some of your fun co-workers. Hi, my name is Stuart D. Beacon, and I'm your half-elf IT person. Oh, hey, I'm Agnes Hellman, and I'm a tiefling accountant. Hello, I am Rube T. Camry. I am a dwarf accountant or CFO. And it's me, Matthias Maxwell. I'm one of your salespersons, and I love anime. Here at Destin Day Jobs, we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, 
but we've transcribed all the rules into the real world. So join us every other week for a brand new episode where four to five co-workers go on very mundane adventures so they can avoid doing work at all costs and have as much fun as they possibly can with their desks and day jobs. So listen in, because we make... The, the Mundane Fantastical! show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>